Welcome to the Plutonomics Podcast with Lori Cammie and Barnaby Levin. The word Plutonomics means the study of wealth. It's our mission to educate, to help clients think about their goals and how they might benefit from working with an advisor to achieve them. But more importantly, it's to make sure our listeners understand both the pros and cons of any issue so they can make informed decisions and increase the odds of finding the right answer for them. You see, it's not who's right or wrong, but knowing there are no disinterested parties or unbiased opinions and that where you sit depends on where you stand. The challenge to making good decisions is to start by questioning one's assumptions and to break free of our prejudices because the truth usually lies somewhere in between. There are always two sides to every issue, both of which have merit. Last week, we spoke about investment strategy, sharing what Lori and I think are some of the most important lessons we've learned over the years. Today, the topic is the ABCs of financial planning, or how to create a framework within which investing can, and in our opinion, should occur. You know, some of the most interesting discussions we've had with clients over the years concern the way they see various aspects of their financial lives as separate issues and, despite them being so smart and accomplished in their own fields, how often the way they handle their money is more by accident than through a carefully planned process. To tell you the truth, when it comes to their investments and important decisions like their deeds, their wills and trusts, it's simply something they don't take much time to consider. And after two or three job changes, a marriage or two, and the death of one parent, it's sometimes little more than a collection of accounts. That is where we come in, of course. And while our first question might be, what do you need? The next is, if we were to meet here again in five years, what would have had to have happened for you to be happy? And let me tell you, we get very different answers depending on who in the family we're asking. As we say in our introduction, I think it's really important for people first to realize just how biased we can all be. Whether it's because of things that have happened to us or that we've learned from someone else in like a game of telephone, the facts might have changed over time as they get passed from person to person without question. Now, I don't mean this term bias in a pejorative sense per se. It's just simply inevitable in my opinion. Our experiences shape us and our point of view. But as a result... I think we often base our decisions on false assumptions, and sometimes we just don't see things that are right in front of us, or we lose the forest for the trees. So let's assume you agree with me, and here we are trying to plan your financial future together. I can definitely say that some of the decisions we make today will have an impact on where you end up 20 or 30 years from now. So it's really important to figure out what we can do now to increase the odds, you'll get where you want and need to be, and that we do everything we can regarding those things we can control, so we aren't faced with the regret of one day saying to ourselves, I wish I had a, after it's too late. Toward that end, I like to start by suggesting our clients think of themselves like a small business, with an income statement, a balance sheet, and a five-year business plan they might share with a VC to convince them why they should invest in your little enterprise. The formula for an income statement is income minus expenses equals cash flow. 
For a balance sheet, it's assets minus liabilities equals net worth. And don't forget, that doesn't mean your liabilities are just credit cards and student loans. One's liabilities also include your mortgage, a car, or a boat loan. Absolutely. Any and all debt. And finally, your business plan, which, as Lori said earlier, is what it's going to take to get you where you want to be, whether it's 5, 10, or 20 years from wherever you are today. That, I have to say, is a great concept. When thinking about your priorities, we use terms like non-correlating assets, risk tolerance, and yield to maturity. God, it's worse than talking to your doctor about a knee replacement. But if you are thinking about working with an advisor, here's a few questions at least you may want to ask them. One, will they provide you with a clear picture of your current net worth with all of your assets and, besides an analysis of the strengths and weaknesses of where things stand, how they reach their conclusions? How are they being compensated? For example, do they have a fiduciary responsibility to represent you and your family or your business first? And how do they deal with any potential conflicts of interest? And finally, number three, who else will you be working with? It's important to know how often they'll be in contact and how they plan to work with your tax and legal counsel. Next, in today's era of remote access when everyone is going paperless and we hear all sorts of scams and hackers, it's important to have some sort of a secure digital vault in which all of your important documents are stored. And you should have someone other than yourself who also knows how to access that data because your bank and credit card companies won't even let family access your accounts even when something happens to you. And finally, we're often introduced to a new client when an important life transition is about to or has recently happened, such as a death, a sale of a business, or a pending divorce. And obviously, the sooner we know in advance, if possible, the better we can help to minimize taxes or maximize returns. So be thinking about these things long before they're needed. Regarding cash flow, it's really important to know not just how much your cash flow positive or negative, but what accounts for that outcome. So we can make sure it's what you want. In other words, to make sure that every dollar you spend is spent on things that are necessary or important to you. My favorite example is that $3.50 cup of mocha I used to get at Starbucks every day on the way to work. Barnaby. <laughs> yes. Don't you know that cup of mocha is now four seventy-five, <laughs> Which makes it even worse. Okay, got it. Anyway, it was only when I added up my own expenses that I realized not only that I spent more than $2,500 on coffee, but that I gained 15 pounds in the process. My point is... Lori, is there are plenty of things I'd rather spend $2,500 on and that are more important to me than that. So if you can find things like this that are easy to, quote, give up and redirect to something that has a better return, do it. Next, when it comes to balance sheet, think of it like a barbell. Think of your taxable or personal assets on one side and your tax-deferred or long-term retirement assets on the other. And make sure you pay attention to both. For both, like we discussed back in our first podcast, the primary drivers of a person's asset allocation should be, number one, what goals they want to achieve. Two, how much each of those goals will cost. And three, 
how much time they have to achieve them. If the timeline is one year or less, the primary consideration should be preservation of capital. If it's 10 years or more, it should be about maximizing growth and everything in between is some blend of the two. So because our tax deferred or retirement assets are by definition long-term in nature, I believe we want to maximize growth in our IRAs and 401ks and take more risk with them. For your taxable accounts, on the other hand, we need to start by thinking about those one year or less or else kinds of things first to reduce the impact any short-term disruptions either in the economy or our own personal lives might have. So we know that whatever happens, we won't ever put ourselves or our family at risk of losing everything. And then we can go on from there. That's so true. At various stages, we can have too much cash or none at all. And more recently, people might have gotten just a little too comfortable with the constant volatility of the market. Some may have forgotten that the markets reprice everything, including real estate, every day. And that the only difference with real estate is that no one puts a sign in the front of your door every morning. But it is harder to stick with a well-thought-out plan when Twitter and Reddit are shouting the value of your stock or the markets 24-7. So the bottom line is, if you want to have a plan, you know you can stick to no matter what. Make a plan, work a plan. And to do that, it often makes sense to have an advisor with whom the most important thing is trust. Trust in their integrity, that there's never a question they're putting your interests ahead of their own. Because without it, you'll never have faith in their advice, which is why you go to them in the first place. As George Schultz said just before he died, trust is the coin of the realm. If it's present, anything is possible. If absent, nothing is. Well, thanks for listening. And if you have any questions, please reach out to Barnaby or me. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, please share it with your friends and family so they can enjoy it too. And please join us next week when we're going back to China. We touched on it, of course, in our podcast on global investing. But there are so many things to say. And given some of the dramatic actions they've taken in recent weeks and months, so many ways it will impact us and our own economy that we're going to devote the next two podcasts to it, starting next week with China's Syndrome. In the meantime, this is Barnaby Levin and Lori Cammy with the Plutonomics Podcast, signing off. LK Wealth and Asset Management and LCK Wealth are a group of investment professionals registered with Hightower Securities, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC, and with Hightower Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor with the SEC. Securities are offered through Hightower Securities, LLC, and advisory services through Hightower Advisors, LLC. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities. No investment process is free of risk, and there is no guarantee that the process or investment opportunities referenced herein will be profitable. Past performance is not indicative of current or future performance, and any investment opportunities referenced may not be suitable for all investors. All data and information referenced are from sources believed to be reliable, and any opinions, news, research, analysis, prices, or other information contained in this research is provided as general market commentary. It does not constitute investment advice. Neither LK Wealth and Asset Management, LCK Wealth, or Hightower shall in any way be liable for claims and make no expressed or implied representations or warranties 
as to the accuracy or completeness of the data, or for statements or errors contained in or omissions from the obtained data and information referenced. The data and information are provided as of the date referenced, and such data and information are subject to change without notice. This document was created for informational purposes only. The opinions expressed are solely those of LK Wealth and Asset Management and LCK Wealth and do not represent those of Hightower Advisors LLC or any of its affiliates.